Hello, hello. Welcome back to Girl's Guide to Greatness. I am Rebecca Shipp and I am your host. Man, how is it going so far? How is the new year going so far? I hope it's been going super fantastic. I hope you're excited about what the new year is going to be holding for you and bringing to you. Today, I have an exciting surprise. I've got Mr. Anthony Trucks on our show today. We went live actually on Facebook and he is going to share with you some amazing tips. He's here to show you his shift method, the shift method to actually help you shift into success by identifying your rhythm, the rhythm of life. So sit back and relax because you're going to love this interview. Check it out. <laughs> hey, I love the background music. Right. All right. We are public. Look at this. I'm just let you go with it. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm gonna hang out. You got it. Let's do it. Oh my God! Thank you so much, everybody, and welcome to Girls Guide to Greatness. I have got an amazing guest for you tonight, the one and only Anthony Trucks. He is a serial entrepreneur with one serious superpower: the power to use his identity as a tool to execute. So consistency becomes easy. I like that. Something he teaches people, which allows them to start attaining their most ambitious desires as quickly as this month. He uses the power of identity to achieve their dreams, which which is why he created the shift method, a process and a company focused on helping people close their identity gaps that are responsible for the shortfalls in their potential and lack of success. That's interesting. He then helps them upgrade. I love that word upgrade. He helps them upgrade how they execute so that the hard things become easy, which means more success in all areas of life. And he says that his is, I love his tagline. It's time to make shift happen. Love it. Welcome to the show, Anthony. <laughs> hey, yo. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. You know, it's funny. I hear the bio. It's, it's, uh, it's always interesting when I use stuff. I'm like, I, I, I wonder how people hear that, but I heard it and I was like, that's cool. All right, cool. It's cool. <laughs> yes. That is amazing. I love this. So we're going to definitely um, dive deeper into all of this because you've got an amazing bio, first of all. And I have to tell people out there who are listening to this or who are watching this that I've been following Anthony now for a while on Instagram. He's on Instagram a lot. So make sure you check him out. But yeah. he's always like, positive. He's always straightforward. He's, you know, um, he shows up consistently and um, he's inspired me. You've inspired me, Anthony. I have to tell you and just the way you show up on your podcast on your show and i think that's good i think we need that um every entrepreneur i believe needs that um and that, that's why i actually have people on my show like this on girl's guide to greatness was born out of the fact that we need to encourage each other we need to inspire each other with our own stories and then uh, and of course people like you who i'm watching on a regular basis i'm like oh yeah that's good you know i'm always learning something so i'm yeah. super excited to have you and today's subject we are talking about is the identity oh identity and its relationship to success in every area of the life is that right yes yes that's that's okay, what i that do right? all the time if it was anything else it would be weird but i'm, I'm glad it's what it is so this is what you do this is your thing and i'm super excited about this subject because like i was telling you before the show that we really haven't talked about this before identity and how it's related to success can you give us a breakdown exactly of what that means yeah, yeah. I mean, well, everybody's heard of identity. Let's, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, I never heard of identity. Now, nowadays, right. it's realm. You know, it's based in like my gender and, and you know my. But it's actually identity is a thing we all have. It's who we are. When someone says, "Who are you?" Right? You can uh, attach yourself to this sense of being. And and it's interesting is identity. Uh, it, if you look at it from like called neuroscience standpoint, you exist in what's called your default mode network in your brain. It's a collection of different parts of your brain, and it creates your identity and your identity is this thing that's always there. It's always in the background. And so what happens is uh, you, it's, it's funny. It doesn't light up unless you are not consciously thinking. 
So when you're thinking like, who am I? Your brain will say, oh, I'm Rebecca and I am a podcaster. I'm a, you know, this person I travel. I am, I am, I am. It shuts down. The moment that, it, that you start just daydreaming and wandering through thought, it lights up. And so I say all that to say who you are, like your identity is who you are when you aren't thinking about who you are. And what's crazy right. is that kind of runs your life, right? So if you think about how do you handle, you know, your mornings when you get up, are you, what's your disposition of joy or, or, or discomfort? How do you handle different situations? Do you see opportunity? Do you see negativity? Um, you know, how do you feel about yourself? How do you feel about people? Like, what do you do when things get hard? Do you, do you grit down and go to work or do you kind of back away? Like it's a lot of different nuances, but that flow is kind of who you are, your identity. And so it shows up in a simplistic way. Um, that that I think wrong uh, computers. This is I love this metaphor. I think this should land uh, the plane. When it comes to your computer, you have an operating system, but you don't see the operating system. What you see is the programs. We see we're on Streamyard. We see Google. We see Evernote. Right. We see the programs. And what happens is we go through the day, and then after a while, the programs they, they stop working a little bit. Sometimes you get those those little uh, alerts like, "Hey, you need to update this program." You're like, "No, no, 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 no," and you snooze that bad boy, right? And we snooze stuff all day. After a while, programs stop working. Because the operating system needs that program to operate, to update a little bit. But what happens is after a while, you get that spinning wheel of death and nothing's moving. And you got to reset the computer, update the software, update the operating system. And then the computer starts moving smooth again. We're great. In our lives, the programs are health, wealth, relationships. It's what we do for careers, our programs, how we, how we have our life experience. The operating system is your identity. If your operating system can't handle the the hard work for work or the hard conversation and relationship or pulling back your ego when it comes to certain situations or not eating that trashy food when it comes time to not, you know, like if you can't operate, then all of a sudden everything right. goes to the window. So for me, what I do is I go in with people and I have them understand how to see that operating system and then how to kind of reprogram it. And then when you shift that, all of a sudden everything changes because then you become this, this different human that is just far more capable than you are now. I love that. And it's super interesting because uh, I don't think we really stop to think about those, you know, those things on a deep level like that. And um, I know for me and for my personal experience is that when I started looking at my identity is really when I started shifting from the corporate world to yeah. entrepreneurship, because all I knew was how to be a mom. All I knew was how to show up for work and how to clock in and how to work, you know, all these things, how to pay the bills, you know. And so that identity plays over and over. And it's like the oh. only, I guess, like you were saying, the only software that I know, the only programming. And then, um, but I, I wanted to step into a different role. I wanted to show up differently. And I said, how do I do that? I need to change my identity. And I think it's kind of powerful, actually, Anthony, that we have the power to be able to do that. And it's um, I, yeah, it's crazy. And you're able to do that. You're help. You're able to help people yeah. reprogram yeah. On, on that level. Because well, you got to think about it. If you talk about like it's who we who we become this person. We are this person. I have become this guy today on the 9th of January, right? Or 10th, 11th. Ooh, I lost the dates. The 11th. I've become this guy, right? I became this guy by being someone every day. A verb, like the verb of being, right? It's the right. action. It's the successes, the loss. I was just being this guy, and then I became this guy. And what happens is some people, they don't realize that they are at this computer in 2021 operating off Windows 95 for their lives. Right. They have this outdated system and, and that system has been running and running and running. And, and so because you are being that, well, you've become this. And this, this person you become has the stuff it has. Whether it's I have unhappiness, I have joy, I have money, I have lack thereof. Whatever it is, you have this, right? So if you want to have more things, it starts with understanding, well, who is the kind of person I got to be that has that? Right. Not what do I got to do? Because we'll jump to what do I got to do? 
But if you aren't the right person, you can't even do it anyways. You'll fall short. That's why people buy books, buy courses, buy trainings, and never even consume it or let on execute it. They get shelf-esteem. We're in an epidemic of shelf-esteem right now. I feel good, and it goes on the shelf, and I don't do anything with it. And and nothing happened. How come my investment didn't return? Well, did you read the book? Well, no, but I bought it. Well, then it's not going to return, right? And so the idea is... You can actually, yes, you can adjust by understanding how to be a different, like every day, being different daily will become someone that has what you want most in life later on. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more, Anthony. And I actually experienced this for myself. Um, 2020 was huge for me. I had so many, so, so much breakthrough, so much clarity, and yeah. I just leaned into my purpose 110%, like never before in my, on, on this planet in my life ever. And so when I did that, I did exactly what you were suggesting here is basically doing and watching what the big, what I call big players. What are they doing? You know, what is Tony Robbins doing? Tony Robbins doesn't go to bed at 10 p.m. He's up and working on his ideas and running his team and doing this stuff, you know. And so I started putting myself in their shoes. I wanted to be, I wanted to show up like they show up because I wanted to have what they have. They have time freedom, money freedom, family freedom, love freedom, right? And I was like, okay, if I truly want that, if that's truly my goal, then how do I get that? And I need to start doing what they do. And so it really helped me change my perspective and I guess really my identity because I showed up differently. I started becoming someone different yeah. and then speaking differently and hanging out with different people and, you know, just surrounding myself in a, in a new light. And it was really exhilarating to say the it's least. Yeah. It's, it's, you know what it is? And what I tell people sometimes, and they can't understand what I mean by identity and the computer and it's floating. Think of it kind of like rhythm. It's just, it's really what it is. It's rhythm, right? There's a rhythm. If you think about like your favorite song, it's just a beautiful rhythm to it. And that uh, rhythm comes as tick and it flows, right? Just, there's certain beats per minute that are high, right? But it could be like, man, I, I'm grooving to the song. And that's kind of what we seek. And we've all experienced that. We've been in flow, doing the right things with the right instruments. And we just get momentum. We start making money, getting things moving mm-hmm. forward. It's great, right? So people you're talking about, like Tony Robbins has a good rhythm. There's a rhythm to how he runs his life and flows, but that beats per minute. I promise you step in that song. You probably couldn't catch the beat, right? It's just a different. Exactly. Tip. And a lot of us don't realize like you're living your life. A lot of us live life at the seat of our pants. It's, it's like a two year old with a new drum set that you can't make rhythm. Ding, ding, ding. Like it's all hitting the weird stuff. Right. So there's no rhythm. And even if there was a rhythm, it's super low, but everybody wants what he has up there. And so what I've realized is when I talk about identity, it's like, it's really setting people into a place of not routines. Routines are like, get up in the morning, here, the morning routine for 15 minutes. I mean, what's the rhythm of your life? What's the song you're living? Because when you can understand how to inject certain things, you can understand how to take that book or that course, that training or that, that new exercise equipment you just bought. And now it's like a new instrument to the song. And if you don't have that rhythm going, you can add the new instrument and it goes in flow. And now there's this great beauty and it sounds good and the music's fine. I could, you know, if I want to do more, I can ramp that tempo up a little bit, you know, like I'm going to turn the tempo uh, up. Rhythm, let me tempo it up a little bit. But if you've done the planning and you can infuse that into your life in a certain way, man, I create rhythms for people. That's what I do for people. My job is not around thinking all day long. I want to infuse into your life any rhythm. And when I do it with my clients, magic happens because like you said, when you wanted to have that new thing, it wasn't because all of a sudden you decided I'm that. It's over time. It takes it takes effort and consistency. I say disgusting discipline and consistency. If you can consistently move in one direction, you, it's like a, a snowball rolling downhill. All of a sudden, you're unstoppable. But a lot of people keep, you know, they start, they stop, they can't get the rhythm. They're good for one or two weeks and it falls apart. 
because they're just doing the wrong things. And, and that is really where I think a lot of people fall apart. And that's why the successful people stay successful is because they keep on moving while you can't even get started. I love this. The rhythm. You help people find their rhythm. I think a lot of people need help with that, too. Yeah, yeah. I've been actually playing with, just so you know, that came out of me having a conversation with my wife. And I was like, the identity thing, it's like people desire it, but they don't realize it. And I'm like, I got to find some way to explain it to where people go, oh, I get it. And I think that's because it makes more sense, like rhythm, flow, tempo. That's your identity. Your identity is your is your daily rhythm. It's just who you are, it's your flow. And if you think about it from a song, we all get music. We all get songs. We love music. It's like, oh, that's the rhythm. And we can all attest to a time when we were in that flow. We might have been when we were 15 years old and we were playing youth sports. It might have been when we first got our first job. And it's, man, you just got into a groove and you're like, man, I look back at that year and I attach joy to it because I was just in a good flow. But now <laughs> like, I want to get more, but I, I, don't, I can't get my groove. I can't catch that tune. I can't catch the rope to jump into it. And that's yeah. what I do for folks. I love this. Okay. So I know a lot of things that I talk about on my show are definitely surrounded by um, entrepreneurship, you know, um, getting the most out of life, living optimally. So how can we, what are some of the top tips? How can we shift into this rhythm? Are there some top tips that you can give our listeners that they can actually do right now, or maybe yeah. possibly this week to start to begin that shift? Yes, there's too many of them, but I'll give you guys some good ones. <laughs> So we were just talking about like some, so I'm going to first give you the concept of how I do my work in the first place. Yeah. And I'll give you the one thing I came up with uh, last night that, that I think it, well, yesterday it was done by last night that I was like, <laughs> that's, that's like the, uh, the spark of genius all because it came flowing in my head on a Sunday night. But, nice. but the way that I work through this is there's three stages it's called the shift method and the shift method in and of itself is the process I use to do this with people. And the three stages, they're, they're very simplistic, but we have a, like unique processes within each. But the first one is C, second is shift, third is sustain. And so a lot of people in the world, they, they jump right to shift. Shift is the work. I'm going to start doing things. I'm going to do whatever comes to mind that I'm going to do. And typically it's stuff that I feel comfortable doing. Mm -hmm. And the things I feel comfortable doing, I've been doing. So I end up having the same results. And then I, I wonder why later on that I am broke broken inside, you know, dead tired and have no results. Well, it's because you just started doing stuff and you had no idea if it was the right stuff. So it's kind of like huffing and puffing to climb this ladder and you get to the top of it and you look at the, the building you're on, you look around and go, oh man, the ladder's leaned against the wrong building. <laughs> yeah. Cause you didn't take a look at what you're supposed to do. That's why the first stage is always C. So for me, it's like, uh, you ever seen the movie Avatar? Yes. Like, it's like, I see you. Like that's the I kind see of, you, yeah. It's not like this. I see that. It's like, no, I see into you. And so oh my gosh, I love you it. You like avatar see, and it's not always fun because you're met with the, the information that's uncomfortable that you don't typically do, but that's the reason you're typically stuck. So it allows you to see your blind spots that have the invisible chains holding you back. And so whether or not it's like fear of success, uh, fear of failure, you know, uh, maybe somebody doesn't feel adequate enough, imposter syndrome, whatever it is. If you aren't able to see that stuff, nothing that you do in the shift stage is going to be worthwhile because it won't be fixing that. It won't be unlatching that chain. And even worse, when you have those chains consistently there, you can't even envision anything that's going to be exciting for your life. Like you can think about like, I'd like to make a million dollars, but you can't emotionally attach to it because you can't really see it because you, you're stuck. And I don't know why. So people will say, man, I'd be nice to have this and I wish I could have that. But they don't tell themselves, I am going to get this with a passion, with a vigor that connects their heart to it because they, they just, they can't understand why they're still stuck here. And if I'm stuck here, maybe I deserve that. So seeing is one, seeing your blind spots. Two, 
once you got rid of that, seeing where you can go in a way that excites the hell out of you, so you wake up with this taste in your mouth of a picture in your head you can't get rid of, and you slowly work in that direction. Now, when you shift, you can actually start doing the right work. And, and that work is different for everybody in the shift stage. But the idea is that you want to be able to create things and do things that you don't just one day say, oh, I'm the same person, but now I you know, kind of do this thing. Like, no, I am the person that does that thing. So for example, if I'm going to be a sculptor, right? And I, I, I've never sculpted before in my life. Well, the beginning of the process, like I might go in and like chisel some things and I'm not a sculptor, but believe if I get done with that thing and it's taken me like years, let's say Michelangelo made David, he didn't finish that thing and go, ah, I tried the sculpting thing. No, he's a sculptor now. It's yeah. a different sense, right? So the shift process, really what it is, it's an actionable creation process because what you create creates you. It's almost like a, it's almost like going from I want to I am. I love those oh, words. Boy. I am. I love that. It's it's because when it's who you are, you'll protect that. Like you're a mom. Yes. You'll protect that. Like I, when you first had your kid, you're probably like, I don't do this thing. That's how I felt, right? And then <laughs> after a while, the more I did the things to create this environment for my kid, create experiences. Now I'm a dad. Like yes. I, you can't take that from me. When I am that, I defend that effortlessly. And the right. problem is people, I, I can't like, I can't sit back here and say, I'm doing dad things, but not be a dad. Like I'm, I'm a dad. So the shift doesn't happen one day. It's not all of a sudden you wake up and you just think to yourself, I'm this person now. It's over time. You can, you know, a day, make a commitment, make a decision, make an aspiration, but to become that person takes the repetition to where eventually you've made this investment and the return is the confidence in that thing, that being, and when you got that, Nobody could take it from you. You won't oh, even I let them. It. You'll fight for Absolutely. it. Like I lock, I lock into. And that for me is where a lot of the magic comes into it. So people, I'm, I'm getting to the point of where they could do something with this today. I promise. I'm okay. getting there. No, no. Take your time. This is good stuff. Yeah. Once you get to that point of like, you've made the shift and I'm bypassing a lot. There's a lot of different nuances, ideal identity, the roots and fruit. There's processes where we craft what this is. I call it your ideal identity that has the things you want, the becoming. We craft who you want to become. It's got to be part of it. But here's the big thing. You can't become somebody without achieving something. So for me and my work, I realized that a lot of people are trying to transform without achievement or achieve without transforming. It's a mm -hmm. rest failure. You cannot achieve something amazing unless you do things that transform you into a person that's just different, right? Or you'd already have it. You also cannot get to the point of transforming internally without achieving something great. Like if you're going to be a, a feel like a champion, you got to win a championship game. You know what I mean? Like you got to, I got to get that under my belt so that so they both, they work coincidentally together, but most people are trying to do one without the other. And so I, I have a process we use where the goal is like, Hey, the end result, I want a transformation for you. However, the way we get there, we're going to get you to a rhythm that gets you to achieve something amazing. That what happens over time, you become that. And then after you've achieved it, now you'll feel like, Oh, well, I'm, I got this. Not only do I have this thing, I feel different. Like, oh, yes, amazing, right? And that's where you get to be in that higher echelon space. The last yeah. part of it is to sustain. And for me, it's not enough to have it and lose it. I don't like that. I don't like when people get stuff and they don't remember what they got, what they did to get there, or they fall <laughs> short of it, or they stop doing it. So for me, it's a matter of looking at what kind of people do you have around you? How do you check in and make sure you're always going in the right direction, not falling backwards? But the idea is like a lot of people got to sustain. And once you do that sustaining aspect, you can thrive. And the idea is for thriving, it's beyond, uh, it's beyond simply just 
Like I'm, I'm thriving. I'm doing well. I've found that when I'm, when I've thri- like thrived at a high level in my life, it's, it's so much so that I have an overwhelming sense of like happiness that I want to give. And I, and I don't know where to, to, to put it out or whatever, but I want to keep having great success and feel good. And what I realized was there's a certain level where you will, you will end up hitting the out, outer edges of what you can actually do to feel good about yourself, unless you just love, love, love money and love, love, love material. But even those people fall short in some capacity. There's an extra piece. Mm-hmm. And I look at it like a simple, you ever heard of marginal return or marginal utility? I think it's marginal utility. That's what it is. I'm not uh, quite sure. It's a concept I learned back in high school and for some reason popped into my head a few years back. I'm like, that's what it is. But if I have 10 hamburgers and I am starving, the first hamburger, man, the utility of it's amazing. I'm, I'm, this is so delicious. Second one, still pretty good. Third one, I want to throw up, right? <laughs> but I still have these seven hamburgers and I want to feel good. What do I do? Well, I can go ahead and give them to other people who are starving. And when I do, I feel good and they feel good. And everybody starts to be better. So it's like when I've got a lot of abundance in life, the next tier of happy is to give some away. Not yeah. to give the money away, but to give the joy in some capacity. And here's right. the unique thing. Once you do that, you start getting addicted to it. It's a different kind of level of, I call it addiction in a positive way, to, to seeing people do well, to having their lives be better from something that you did or said or were part of. And you're like, man, I want to do more of that. Well, well what's stopping you? I don't know. Maybe I should go see what's stopping me. <laughs> right? And the email spins around. So that's the process. Now, all of that comes to a head of what we can do today. And what I realized was there's this concept of shift. And it, it's got it's a momentum thing. I need people to be able to do this every day consistently and know in the motions that you're doing something that's going to change your life in time. But fall in love with the day, not just the destination. Too many people are in love with the destination. They hate the day. If you love the day, the destinations come more and more frequently. And yes. so what I looked at is, this is what I did yesterday. I was like, I got to find something that people can do daily that allows them to be able, because I already kind of do this, but I was like, I leave it up to them. But I was like, people aren't easily doing this. It usually is a lot of work on my end. Like I teach them how to plan, structure, organize their planners, all that. But I was like, what if I gave them something simple to do every day that coincided and brought all the things that I teach together? And so it's SHIFT as an acronym. And I found that if you do this in 90 days, which... We always do, man. This is the game changer. This is where people come out. And I get clients that'll make a hundred thousand dollars in ninety days from nothing, nice. right? And it's not—it's not that it's magic. It's just that it's a process and a system to get them into a rhythm that nice. allows them. I, I call it a success rhythm. That's really a success system that allows them to apply these things and take all the knowledge they already have. Because if you just took what you already know and did it, like just did it, yeah. it'd be a game changer for anybody. But they don't. So here's what it is. Um, the S stands for start right. It's the morning routine. We all know about morning routines, but we never do them. And the idea is like the brain's actually a predictive tool. It wants to know what's coming and it tries to figure it out. And so how we look at, you know, fight or flight, like it's, you know, you may respond, but typically it's like I'm analyzing, I'm seeing something, what's going on. And so what we don't realize is that can actually prime us for great moments after, whether it's like working out. The warm-up, if done consistently, primes the body to know, hey, brain. Give me some, uh, elevate the heart rate, get, get me a little bit hotter, you know, put some, lubricate those joints, man. It's time to go to work. Brain knows, right? Whether it's getting up and, um, you know, if I'm going to do something before like a, a speech, I'm going to w- w- warm my voice up. Warming the voice up gets my, for some reason, me having done it for so long, my brain knows we're about to be on stage. I start to get like, <laughs> tick, right? So the routine should be like that every single day of your life. Imagine going into every single day primed. It doesn't happen on accident. But if you do, 
your disposition's different, your approach to the day is different, your joy's different, your energy's different, like everything. So there's a lot of people that do morning routines. You can definitely look somebody up, but you got to start your day right. And this is a, this is literally you check this every single day. What I'm telling you right now, it's a daily thing. S H I F T. Do this every day. I promise it'll be a game changer. So the first one, start right. Create your morning routine. The second one is do a healthy choice, any kind of healthy choice. And and I I don't mean the healthy choice in a sense of like, um, you know, overhaul your whole diet or get 70 workouts today. A healthy choice Mm -hmm. simply be if I smoke a pack a day, I'm going to smoke a half a pack today. Healthy Mm -hmm. choice, right? If I eat out three times a day, I'm going to eat out two. Start, Start small, but make a healthy choice. And those small things give you small wins and it progress you forwards. So whatever, even if the health is a mental health thing, if it's mentally helpful for you to be able to, dis- to disappear from your work for a little bit, 30 minutes and, and do a deeper dive meditation, that could be your healthy choice. But every day do something that improves your health. The third one is the one that I think is the most paramount because all of us want to achieve something, but it's what's your imperative activity. Now, this comes after we've done what's called a, a, pro- a project deconstruction process. I break people, uh, all their different you know, ideas and projects down to very specific structured steps. Because for me, the problem is people say, I want to do, I want to launch a podcast next week. And they get to next week and they realize I can't, I don't know what to do. And I haven't broke this down. I thought it was going to be an hour and it's like 70 hours. And how do I, right? So the idea is like, before you even get started, deconstruct it. And then you'll know what has to be done each day. And then what you'll do in the shift process is you infuse one imperative activity today. Ah, imperative activity. That one that must be done no matter what. Uh, I read a book recently. The guy talks about a woman who was like not having great success in the business and she was stressed out. And the, so what she started doing was she was write down on a post-it note one thing that had to get done that day. It was always a stretch. It should scare her a little bit, a little bit difficult, right? But the more that you do that, the more progress you make. So over a year's time, she built like a seven-figure business. And the reality was it wasn't anything new. It was just that she knew she had to get it done because something magical happens when you do this. One, every time you complete the imperative activity, you feel good. I don't want to let myself down by not doing it tomorrow. I want to keep this momentum. And every time I'm doing something that scares me, I'm returning that, that confidence. The investment brings a confidence. This is where the shift takes place. I'm actually every day making that shift little by little by little. And then the F turns into find joy. For me, I found that a lot of us operate from an emotional space that isn't the greatest. We don't seek to find joy. We seek to find trouble and problems and headaches and hardships. But if you find joy, it can be a couple of things. You can find joy in gratitude, whatever it may be. Like if I have gratitude in some capacity, at the end of the day, I didn't look at it. I'm like, you know, I'm grateful I made it to the day. It gives you a little bump of joy, right? Or find a silver lining in a situation that sucks actively try and do it. So someone came across my day and I got, a, I got this extra added, I don't know, IRS bill right now. What do I do with it? Oh, what's the silver lining? All right. Well, the silver lining is I, I'm going to figure out how to get my finances in place. So I don't have to do this again. And I'm going to probably find a way to make enough money to cover this, which might make more than the money I need. Okay. There's a silver lining that okay, I might've found some joy in this, right? Find it. If not, I'm operating out of that negativity and that creates no fun for anybody. It's difficult. Right. And then the last part of it is the T, and the T is where like the life transformation comes in. I have this thing I do called Roots and Fruits. Uh, I don't know much, how much time do we have? Am I going? Oh, we have plenty. Oh, no, you're good. All right. So this is going to be the one where um, I'll go kind of deeper, but I think it's going to be useful <laughs> for people. I find that in life, we have these roots, we have these fruits, and uh, the roots are the things that keep you grounded so you can create fruit in your life. Just like mm-hmm. any tree, if the roots are deep, when the storms come, it can keep its ground and won't go blown in the wind, right? In life, we have storms of life that happen. 
if our roots are deep, we can actually stay our ground and then also absorb nutrients from whatever's on our environment around us to create great fruit. And so the roots are faith, family, health, friends, and emotions. Faith is faith. It could be a religious faith. Uh, Kelly Lupsha. Hey, I didn't even know he was. That's pretty cool. Um, I totally forgot we were live. I just realized. Yeah. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> so at the end of the day, you have this aspect of, of faith, right? Which is like the faith of self or faith and religion aspect, whatever you want it to be. But do you have a faith? Um, the next one's going to be uh, family. Do you have like this family that, that you feel is rooted? could be immediate, could be extended. Whatever you feel like it's a family base. You have friends, the family you choose, right? And then they give you support when you need it. Health is health. Are you in a place where you can focus on your dreams because you're not only focused on your health? And then also your emotions. Do you have emotional control to be able to do the right thing in the moment and not do something you can't take back? And so what I look at is you can actually numerically base these. Choose like to address a number to them. We choose zero to 10. What, what number are you for each of these roots? How deep is that root? And you look at these different aspects, right? And then what we always have people do is, is think about ways to improve this. How can I improve this aspect? It's a tree. How can I make this one better? What can I do to actually improve my faith or my health or my happiness, my friendships? The fruits, mm -hmm. the fruits of your life, they're going to be your career, your education, your finances, your escape, whether you're taking trips to go somewhere, and your purpose, what I call your lift. So career is like, if I have the right roots, I have the focus and ability to create the fruit of a great career that I love. I can also create the financial success that I want. So I can go and explore and escape and go see the rest of this crazy cool world we have around mm -hmm. us. And then am I educating myself? Am I gaining wisdom from life? Not just book smarts. Am I seeing my life and learning from it every single day as things come in? Am, am I hearing my wife tell me something and I'm actually listening to it, right? My boss tell me something. Am I listening to it? My kids teach me something. Am I listening to it? Am I learning? And the last part is LIFT. Uh, it's acronym, Life Inside for Triumph. And it's not just a try. It's a triumph. What gives me that purpose, that life inside to do all this stuff in the first place? And I find that a lot of people go seeking that, but they never find it, unfortunately, because they're not they're not doing the things daily to push themselves closer. It's mm -hmm. a gift. And if you don't do the work to find that gift, man, it never becomes something you actually get to open. And so I say all of those things to, to say this every single day. It'd be hard to work on every single one of them, but you can work on one each day. If it's if it's friends, maybe I'm going to do something where I, I plan a friend's giving, you know, or I'm going to give my friends a text message, give them a call. If it's my career, maybe I'm looking at what can I do to, to get a promotion? What can I do to elevate my business? What can I do to make more money in my business? If it's my escape, maybe I book a trip, right? Maybe I go and maybe I go and take a walk to a different park I haven't been in, right? Did you do something every single day? So the T means tree task. So when I say tree task, that's what I mean. Your roots and fruits, your life, your tree of life. So every day, if you go through and you do S-H-I-F-T, not only will you transform your life because you're taking actions to improve like the, the experience of the people around you through tree tasks or you're finding joy to be more happy or you're getting healthier or you're starting your day on fire. You're actually making progress through your imperative activity because you're, you're planning out what should be done. And every day you do that thing and you move that needle, you gain your confidence, you gain your achievement. So if you actually shift every day, like you'll make a shift in life. And this is what I do with people. This is this is honestly, I've been doing this for years. There's a lot of thinking we put in place behind the scenes. But once we get all that done, it becomes this free flow. Like, all right, cool. I did all this thinking. All I got to do is do the shift every day. And if yeah. you do that, oh, it starts to turn over so many new leaves. I love what you, all these acronyms and how you put everything together. Um, tree tasks, 
That is so unique. Love it. <laughs> um, and I have to tell you that um, going back to when you were talking about, you know, doing the shift, making the shift, that's the work. And people want to dive into that first before actually seeing what they have to do. Right. Yeah. Um, I have to tell you that that was actually my story, too. When I first started doing entrepreneurship, it was back in 2008. And um, I did OK doing my own side gig, you know, thing, you know. But in 2012, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go full force with this. And so I got caught up, like you were saying before, in the comfort zone of it all. And so I showed up. Yeah, sure. But I showed up only doing those things that I felt comfortable doing and not really focusing on the things that really would make the, you know, the shift into the next level of my business. Right. So you probably hear this a lot with your clients, I'm sure. But um, I've experienced this for myself. And so that was then that was in 2012. And so the difference that happened here in 2020 was that I did exactly what you were saying is that I just I actually wanted to see first what I needed to do and then make a commitment to doing those small tasks every day, even though they were sometimes tough and yeah. sometimes I didn't want to do them and I had to just do them anyway. And so yeah. I practice this and I, I think it does take practice. Right. And you're like, you're, like you said, we can't be just jumping into all of this and making sure that everything changes overnight. But I'm so glad that I did decide to make those small moves, you know, to lead up to the bigger one, because like you said, there's magic that happens. I love what you said that, you know, achieving plus doing. Yeah. is where transformation happens. And yeah. so for me, that's exactly what happened. Um, I had to, as soon as I got my first big client, I was like, oh my God, I did this on my own. I made it happen. And so of course my confidence goes through the roof. And yeah. then I'm telling myself, hey, if I can do it this time, I can do it again and again yeah. and again. And so I think that's when um, I knew I hit my momentum and my rhythm and my flow. And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, this is like, and I, I was like, my energy levels were like through the roof. My yeah. my vibration was going crazy yeah. because I felt so good. And, yeah. then, and then I started thinking about you towards the end of the year. I was like, okay, how can I keep this going without giving into stress and fear and without giving into fatigue? I was really tired towards the end of 2020 because I put out everything I had. I yeah. gave it my all because I wanted the universe to know that I was like, hey, I'm trying to get the universe's attention, really. I was like, yeah. hey, universe, you saw me. I showed up every day. I was consistent. I put in the work, and now I deserve to. Yeah, it's it's my time. It's my time. And so I was like, okay, that's great. I laid the strong foundation for my company. I'm super excited about that. But how do I move forward in 2021 and you know, allow myself all the benefits of owning my own company, but then not getting distracted or you know um, stressed out or any of those things. So I think it's great that you have this in place. And I'm actually going to practice this this shift because I think that's Do exactly it. what I need. Yeah. Yeah, and, and what many people need. So crazy that every once in a while. So I've had the back end processes in place for how we do this for so long. But like I said, I always had people just kind of like doing, I'm like, how do I get people to just have a, because here's part of it. Our brains actually need the reward system. We need something that makes us feel like we're making progress every day. And so I actually have an app being built on this right now. I have a team that's working on this. It's, it's crazy because because <laughs> I not only do I have the idea, I'm like, we need to make this. <laughs> so yes. like the idea is to have things where you actually do your treat, like you do your roots and fruits bi-weekly and you do what's called a create, create sheet, different part of the thing we do. Um, but then what we do is the shift every day is different for each person. And so the reality is what we already do is we already go through and we we look at what's the perfect morning routine for you. Like we, we really figure out because there's some things you can borrow from people. But I find that creating mm -hmm. your own, you protect what you create. Right. When I create this, so we figure out what's the right meal and what's the right healthy choices for you. People need help with this and it's OK. So we figure out what those are. 
imperative activity, like in our coaching, we figure out that there's different tracks. There's a podcaster track, a coaching program track. There's um, speakers track. There's a coach, just coaching as it is. There's course, online course creation. There's marriage stuff. So it's like, what do you want to do? Once we know what you want to do, I'll break down the imperative activity you should do over the next 30 to 90 days. And if you just do that one thing each day simplistically, well, you find you start actually making more progress. But the idea is like you can celebrate that simple when we start super simple and then you get momentum and you pick up. And, and I heard something recently say the magic's in the motion. Mm-hmm. The magic is in the doing. And that's where it all comes to, comes to head. And when you start doing, it becomes your rhythm. It becomes easy. It becomes fun. It's hard. It's not easy, easy, mm-hmm. but it becomes enjoyable. Kind of like when you work yeah. out, you're like, I hate I hate this workout, but I love it at the same time. <laughs> But then after a while, that's your rhythm. And then what I think is beautiful is you actually get to go every 30 days and you adjust it. Do I need to do I need to kick it up a notch? Do I need to drop it down? What do I got to do? But the idea is right. it's not just 90 days and we're done. It's like 90 days to set the tone. And then we're progressing on. And the idea is now you understand how do if I want to put some new instrument into my rhythm, into my song of life, how do I add that? Do, what kind of do I it's different imperative activity? Am I adding it to health? Do I put it in my morning routine? You can mm-hmm. see put it. Now we start making these changes. And yeah. it's crazy cool. Like I just uh I've done we've done this, but I figured this the simple shift. And I was like, why didn't I think of this? Because it makes it all come to a head in an action every day that's easy to do, but man, is it powerful if you plan correctly. Right. Actually, that's one of the things I teach for some of my clients is that um, because that's, that, what I do is I do business coaching on as well as uh, design for my company. But when it comes to the coaching part of this, I do something similar to what you're talking about giving them simple steps, you know, to achieve yeah. every day. Um, but I did notice that for me personally, that when I'm in motion, like you were saying, when I'm in motion, when I'm actually doing those tasks um, and that's where the magic happens. Um, me personally, there was one instance where I saw that even though I was out there doing what I was supposed to be doing, I was promoting and marketing and building and connecting and talking and, you know, all these things. Um, Once I, I thought, oh, well, it's not going to bear me much fruit at all. I'm thinking, okay, I'm doing all this work and am I going to get, you know, something back from it? Um, But I have to say, um, just putting myself out there, just showing up and saying I'm here and I'm available. Then something started happening. Like it was just, all of a sudden people started finding me. So all yeah. of a sudden people started contacting me. I didn't have to search for them. They just came to me and I'm like, okay. And it, I think it's because I did choose to commit to show up, even though I felt like I wasn't really getting anywhere. Yeah. So I think that's important that, um, like you said, there's a, an, you know, a reward system there set in place as well. And so I rewarded myself. And so um, this year, my reward is to create my own studio. I'm super excited about that. Right. So yeah. I'm going to have like a legit mic like you have over there. You got your yeah. legit podcast mic. Um, yeah. I'm going to have like a huge studio that I'm going to have uh, for my business purposes and yeah. things like that. So I'm rewarding myself because I said, you know what? I put in the work and it's my time to, to pay, give myself something, you know, and to pay myself. <laughs> so yeah, it's, right. it was really nice. So I think it's important yeah. that we get, we have all that in place. Yeah. I, I recently heard there's a difference. Make sure that the, the, the reward. So like a reward is something I get immediately uh, that you, you got like a prize we'll call it, but like the reward oh, yeah. you do immediately every day. Cause that's why seriously, I, my goal is to get people to fall in love with the day. Cause I, I love it. I love that you're giving yourself this, this studio. I said, it'd be so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but the idea you is like what? the rewards, what can you do every day you love that leads that in time? 
Yes, exactly. And I love what you said about that, you know, how you were going to shifting it to sustaining, right? Actually, how do we sustain this new lifestyle for us? How do we actually thrive and really thrive on a huge abundant level? And so what I've decided um, to do for myself, and I've been practicing this out throughout uh, 2020, is my word has been has been revel. I like to revel in the moment, revel in this moment right now. So I revel in my wins. I revel in this podcast. I revel in those 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 moments that, that actually make me joyful and happy. And yeah. then it makes, like you said, then it makes me want more and I get addicted to that. And I'm like, oh, yeah. what, what else can I do? So that, yeah, I just wanted to share that with the audience that my word was rebel and I have been doing it. I've been practicing when something happens, that's good and unexpected. I'm like, hold on, hold one second before I do anything else. Don't pick up the phone and tell my friends, let me just take a deep breath. Let me just thank God. Let me just look around and revel in this moment right now. It's, it's yeah. awesome. Present reminiscing. It's like uh, I get to presently. Yeah. Yeah. I love your words, Anthony. I have to tell you, your words, your phrases. You can tell you've been doing this for a long time, but it just kind of rolls off your tongue. It's pretty awesome. Well, you know, part of it is I'm I'm in podcasts a lot. And I think I actually have thinking time. Part of my rhythm is I set aside time just to think. I think there's far a few times that we, we actually unpack what's in our brains and actually find the gold that's within it. So I just spend time doing that. I shut everything off and I sit there. I just get a piece of paper. I just start writing, whatever's coming in my head, and that's the kind of stuff comes out of me. That's amazing. I love it. Um, you can definitely tell that you're in your rhythm for sure. Okay, so we've talked about a lot of good stuff, and I cannot wait. The listeners are going to love this once it's out into the world. And um, before I let you go, is um, let me ask you a, a question here. Since you already kind of found your rhythm and your flow, and you're just living in it and enjoying the moment and enjoying your your life as it is. Is there anything that you would go back and tell yourself at a younger age, something you would do differently? And if so, what is it? And then the second part of that question is, what do you plan on doing differently for 2021? Yeah, um, there's, there's two good answers for that one, I think, right? So if I was to go back and, and find young aunt, I don't know what age we'll call it, young aunt, um, I would simply tell them to dive in sooner. That was it. Like I, 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 I kind of... There's always these things where I even talked about my live stream I did today about the fear of success because a fear of success exists. There's, there's a fear of the pursuit, right? What could go wrong if I pursue this? There's also the fear of like, if I get this, then what? Responsibility, notoriety, you know, I've got to be perfect and dialed in, always got to be on. And there's fear of that. And what's funny is, is we, we think about the person as we are now having that success. And the truth is, you'll never be the same person with that success unless you win the lottery. Some part of you stretched and grew and expanded amazingly to even achieve that in the first place. So you're not going to mess it up, right? So dive in, Ant, because I thought like, man, what if I get in and and then I get there and all these people are going to want to talk to me and then I, I got to be on podcasts all the time. I'm going to look stupid on podcasts. <laughs> I'm going to talk. And, you know what I'm talking about? These things happen in our heads. And then I, as I progress through at this point, I'm like, oh, wait, like, I'm not the same guy I was last year, like maybe two weeks ago, but like actually last year, you know, like <laughs> that's a different human. And the reality is like, oh, every level of success that I'll get to and I'll achieve, I'll be the right person because I've done the right things to get there. So first I would go tell my young self, like, jump in, dude. That's the fastest way to grow is to jump in the damn thing. Yeah. Two, this year, uh, my big thing is like, I think everybody this year is talking about, I want to go big, make 2021 the year and go big. And, and I don't like going big. I am really, I'm, I say go small, but go small in a big way. Mm. So when I look at my days, I am just trying to go very, very big on today, whatever today is, this is the plan for today. I'm hanging out, talk to you. I got other podcasts I'm doing like, but I'm gonna go yeah. big in this day 
but I've also done the stuff every, I, I have four weeks always planned out in my calendar. I know what the days look like. And I did all that planning. So all my ideas, all my t- imperative activities, they're in where they're supposed to be. And all I got to do is show up the day and go big in that day. And if I do that and I stack those days, I, that's where momentum, the thing you're talking about, all people, people start reaching out and talking to you. I yeah. get more for podcasts, but speeches than I ever had before. But it's all because I just chose to go small in a big way. And I just, I stayed the, the consistent flow and kept moving and kept moving. And I'm not, I don't analyze myself in terms of like how far am I to my, my distant goal? I'm just like, did I win today? Like I'm an okay. organ guy. Did I win the day? And if I did, like, man, everything's smooth. And then it just, it picks up. And that's all of a sudden you pop your head up one day and go, holy crap, I got a seven figure business and everything's moving. And I'm, I'm asked to be on podcasts and I'm speaking like a coaching program. It happens. But it doesn't happen if you just go, go, I'm going to go real big and I'm going to climb that big moment because one, the moment right. will never come. And if it does come, it'll be short lived. So I just go big. Uh, I go small in a big way. That's beautiful. I love that. Um, And I know um, that was something that I was actually trying to practice it. And in some instance, because I said, you know, I told myself, OK, build my business fast so I can live slow. And it's actually living slow is in that moment. Um, so it's kind of like it sounds weird, but, you know, there's kind of like this um, the sweet it. spot, right, where th- those two things meet, those two lives meet. So you're building your business, but you're living. And how do you make both of those work? And so um, that's why I was tell that's how I promote my business is that we're not just I'm not, not just here to help you build your business. I'm help- here to help you build a lifestyle that you love, because that's yeah. really what we're doing it for. It's not really about you know, working long hours and building a business and a reputation and all the status and everything. And really at the end of the day, you just want your freedom and love and happiness and health. And that's what we really want to be, you know, infused into our lives. So I agree. I love that. Anthony, this has been absolutely amazing. Is there any, um, are there any programs or any kind of courses or anything? How can people find you? What are you up to? How can they, uh, how can they jump into Anthony, your program? Yeah. If you go to add Anthony trucks, uh, you'll find me there. Uh, Instagram, obviously, and Anthony trucks, but anywhere you go on any platform and you type my name and you'll find me. I don't believe in anybody besides my son with the same name. Um, but if people are looking to find out more about this work I do, I recommend they take a quiz called the Slower Go Quiz. Determines if you have a slow or a go identity. Uh, it's slowergo.co, www.sloworgo.co. You can take a quiz, find out which of the identity types you have and what that means about where you're at. Uh, and outside of that, if you're like, hey, this guy's really cool and I want to find out how to work with him and do one of these programs we do, we have what's called the shift coaching, identity shift coaching, uh, using the shift method. By all means, reach out and just DM me anywhere you can find me the word shift. That lets me and the team know that you found me or heard me on a podcast like this. And then we have a conversation about what we do and how we can help that's amazing. Um, thank you so much, Anthony. The information has been priceless. I'm pretty sure everyone is going to love this. And I just appreciate your time because I know you're a busy guy. You're doing a lot of good things. And um, I couldn't say thank you more than enough. But I have to say, um, I'll have all of your information in the show notes. So everyone will be able to reach out to you and follow you. And I'm one, I'm really interested in this roots and fruits thing. I'm going to check this out more. And I'll let you know how, it's, how, how the shift has been working in my life. You definitely inspired me. And I'm hoping that you've inspired many of the listeners and the and my audience today so thank you again thank you facebook and yeah this has been girls guide to greatness we will see you on the next episode cheers everybody